I recently heard a wonderful story about a Christmas Eve many years ago at Riverside Church in New York City when the famous preacher William Sloan Coffin was the pastor there. The church was packed for the Christmas pageant. The role of innkeeper was played by Tim, a youth from the church who had Down syndrome. Tim had one line, there's no room at the inn. He had practiced it over and over with his parents and the pageant director until they were sure he would remember it and say it on cue. Mary and Joseph approached Tim standing at the altar in his innkeeper costume. They asked for a place to stay. The whole congregation willed Tim to say his line. There's no room at the inn, he proclaimed. Then, as Mary and Joseph began to turn away, Tim yelled, wait! <laughs> Everyone looked at Tim with surprise. And then he said, you can stay at my house. <laughs> William Sloan Coffin responded by stepping into the pulpit. He said, Amen, and then sat down. It was called the best sermon he never preached. <laughs> Wait, you can stay at my house. Like William Sloan Coffin, it's tempting to simply say, Amen, and sit down. What more is there to say? The entire theology of Christmas is contained in you can stay at my house. Not only the words that are said, but who says them. The Christmas story is about God doing an unexpected thing with unexpected people. God comes into the world in a humble and vulnerable way to show that God's peace comes through love, not strength. As St. Paul says, God's weakness is stronger than human strength. No one expected Tim, a boy with Down syndrome, to be the one who would embody the message of Christmas. Everyone just hoped he would remember his one line about there not being any room at the inn. To me, when Tim says, wait, you can stay at my house, he shifts from being the innkeeper in the pageant to being the shepherd in the gospel story. He becomes the unexpected person 
who receives and proclaims the good news of great joy for all the people. In our Christmas pageant here at St. John's, the narrator says this about the shepherds. The shepherds the angels spoke to that night were unwanted and outcast from the city, the least important people in Bethlehem. But God chose them to be the first to hear the great story. God does that sometimes takes people we may not see as as important, uneducated shepherds, inexperienced teenagers, outsiders and outcasts. And God makes them important because they are. God makes them matter because they do. There's an important social point here. If it's not good news to the poor, to the outcast, the marginal, the unexpected, then it's not the good news. If it's not for all the people, then it's not from God. The stories of Tim and the shepherds are an important reminder that our worth comes from God. Each of us has worth because we are created in the image of God. God makes us important. God makes us matter. Our true worth as people does not come from our net worth, our social status, or what college we get into. Our worth in relation to other people is not defined by the color of our skin, our nation of origin, who we love, our political party, or if we have a physical or mental illness. Our value is not what others assign to us in a vain attempt to secure their own self-worth. Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem to be registered so the emperor could determine the financial worth of his subjects. But God has a different message. Our worth comes simply from the fact that God loves us. Loves us so much that God became one of us in Jesus. As Pope Francis recently posted on Twitter, the true spirit of Christmas is the beauty of being loved by God. The birth of Jesus is God saying to each one of us, you can stay at my house. The question is how will we respond to the gift God has given us. Christmas places each one of us in that pageant scene with the expectant Mary and Joseph before us. Are we the innkeeper? There's no room 
at the inn? Or are we like Tim, the innkeeper who becomes the shepherd? You can stay at my house. Will our hearts be mangers for the birth of Christ as Tim's was? Each one of us has the opportunity, as Mary did, to bear the light of Christ into the world and cast out darkness and fear. It has been said that our lives may be the only gospel that some people will ever read. To the gospel of Tim's life, we join in saying, Amen. May Amen be the response to the gospel of your life.